Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Trisana Chandler probably doesn't approve of swear words. But we're about to read her book, so who knows? Maybe she'll change her mind. Just in case, you should be warned, we might swear in this episode. Welcome to the Reading Circle Temple. I'm Molly. I'm Indy. I'm Brittany. And I'm Goodwin. And today we're reading Chapter 3 of Shattered Glass. For tea. Or your drink of choice. The second impression is the most important. The Glass Dragon now named Chime, frightens a maid in the morning. But Triss makes peace by giving the maid Chime's colored glass flames. Then she returns to Touchstone Glass, where she learns from Ket's cousin, Antino, that in Tharios, when someone dies, no one can return to that place until it's cleansed. Antino also tells her that Keth has gone to Heskalifos, the university, in search of a teacher and advises her on finding food for Chime. Keth spends all day at Heskalifos, where he is passed from one mage to another to another. He blows a glass ball full of lightning, and no one can make any sense of it. And at last, Jumshida Dawnspeaker shows up with one of the greatest sight mages in the world. Nico determines that Keth has ambient glass magic mixed with lightning. Fortunately, he adds with a smirk, there's a lightning mage in town who can teach him the latter. Triss spends quite a lot of time reading about glass magic, trying to convince herself that Keth will be fine, but something doesn't sit right. Her suspicions prove correct when Nico arrives with Keth and explains Triss must teach him because he has lightning magic. Though Triss doesn't want to, she soon relents because she knows Nico is right. Thus, she takes on her first job as Keth's teacher, 
which is to clean all of the shards of glass out of his face because chimes spat them at him. In the meantime, Dama is at his desk when a clerk from Pescalifos delivers a glass globe to him, one that a potential student had blown earlier that day, one that earlier that day had been covered in lightning, but now shows a new murder. Dama goes to investigate the latest victim, searching for any signs of the killer, but again is stopped by the priests and their cleansing, so he decides instead to seek out the man who made the globe. That is chapter three. It's a lot going on. Part one of our three-step reading process is reading like a novice. This is where we talk about what we liked and didn't like about the chapter. What did you guys like and dislike about the chapter? You! You! This is definitely one of my favorite scenes in the book, but also just one of my favorites, like one of the scenes I remember most vividly in this series is Triss and Keth's second meeting. And Nico is such a dick. He knew. I the whole... love Nico so much in this. Such a dick. Oh, it's great. <laughs> I don't think I caught as a kid that when Keth is talking to Nico, um, it says something like Nico has a smirk on his face and Keth isn't really sure what it's about. And this time I was like, oh, this is because Nico's like, oh, in his head, he's like, oh, this must be the person that Tris met. And now I'm going to take him back to Tris for her to teach. LOL. Isn't this hilarious? I'm not going to warn either of them about this. I'm just going to do it. Granted, not warning them is probably the better choice. But still, such a dick. So great. I also feel really bad for Kev because... Tris is still being fairly volatile, and so is Chime. And while I can't blame Chime, like, just this poor guy, just one obnoxious thing after another happens to him. Like, this lightning strike really ruined his life. And it just keeps going. Exactly. And then Tris is just like, you know, you deserve this. You, you deserve to get glass shot in your face, like, just rubbing salt in the wound. Very unnecessary. Guy cannot catch a break. I also feel bad for him at the university because yeah. they're like, oh, well, let's let's take you to this glass mage. And then he goes to the glass mage and the glass mage is like, I can't do this. Go to this weather mage. And then the weather mage is like, I can't handle this. Go to this glass mage. And they just all damn day. He's there. Dick him around. Passing him from one person to another because nobody can, can figure it out. Reminds then, me of going to the DMV. Exactly. I was about to say <laughs> that. Same shit. Every time. Yeah. No one told me I was supposed to have Form 69A. How was I supposed to know that? Right? God. Only to wait the two damn hours. <sighs> you need to go to stall 420 to get Form 69A, and then you can take a number to wait in line to be told you need another form, and then you need <laughs> to pay, and then you can go get your fucking tags. Yeah. I hate it so yeah. much. I liked that Triss missed Shriek. Ah, reminded me of Aww. fucking, reminded me of fucking Pokemon when Ash lets go of uh, Butterfree. Free. Yeah, just goodbye, have fun, go live with your flock of, of similar animals. It was such a sad episode. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and Triss is, she, she'll never admit it, but, but she misses Shriek. 
I liked the little hint that Kath saw Triss for just a moment while they were at the library. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that might be her. You know what? I'm going to pretend I didn't see that, not go in that direction and just ignore it and keep going my way. Because <laughs> when I see people I remember from like high school or someone that I don't want to talk to and I think I see them, I turn 180 degrees and just go the other way. Same. Oh, fuck. All of the police detective powders. There's three of them. There's the heartbeat powder, which tells you kind of about when people died. The vision powder, so you can see the killer's face. Reminds me of something that people used to do, which I'll get into in just a sec. And the steps find, which lets you kind of see where people walked in from and stuff. The vision powder reminded me of something called an optogram which was an old forensic like i'm talking like 1800s like cameras were just invented thing where people thought that they kind of see how cameras work and they sort of kind of work how human eyes work so the idea was that when people die their eyes retain the image of the last thing that they saw morbid curious like it's, it's a morbid curiosity they aren't quite wrong with how lenses work it's just not how it works at the same yeah. time. But it's fascinating. It's similar, yeah. And there were like studies done on like if it can work and there's like a chance that it could work a little bit, but not enough to actually work as like evidence for anything. You can't like pick out faces or anything, but um pretty pretty neat. But apparently the vision powder is much more effective because it's magic. And it can actually show you what, like, they've seen, which I think is pretty cool and would make a lot of crimes very easy to solve if you didn't have the entire city trying to fucking delete everything related to dead people because religion. So uh, annoying. Yeah. I like that uh, Triss makes a shawl uh, into a sling for chime. It reminds me of carrying a baby around. (laughs) Oh, Tris has a baby. She has a little baby carrier. It's so cute. And then the baby pops its head out and freaks out the guy. And it's hilarious. Like, I'm sure he was like, okay, yeah, this young lady is carrying a baby around. And then the dragon pops its head out. Like, oh my God, what is that thing? And he's like, oh, that's cool as shit, actually. It was it was awesome. Tris asks about um, whether they cleanse for dead animals and insects which I thought was a legit question. If they're going to cleanse for dead people, are they not going to cleanse for dead animals? Because it's death as well. And if that's the case, then everything is dying and everybody's going to be contaminated regardless. So (sighs) doesn't make sense to me. And then my other question about all this is that they didn't want uh, the detective guy to be going and touching the dead person because he would spread the filth everywhere doesn't want him they're like oh better to be cleansed than uh be catching this person because you want to protect your soul or whatever isn't the murderer spreading the contamination everywhere because he literally killed a person so he has touched the dead person and now he's going all through the city touching people and things so he's still spreading the contamination it doesn't make sense to me you need to stop it at the source cleaning up the dead people doesn't help stopping them from being killed is what's gonna help 
It doesn't make any fucking sense. It drives me crazy. This is a prime example of why tradition sometimes is stupid. I think this is a good example of why Brittany is Triss because she gets frustrated over the same things that Triss does regarding this tradition. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> anyway. I feel like there are more things to come in this book that you will react very similarly to the way Triss does. I'm trying to be like, okay, this is the customs of this place. That's how things go there. But the more I read of it, it's just like, oh my God, it's annoying. Why? Why? It's like drinking tea through jam in your teeth. Like It's disgusting and illogical. It doesn't make any sense. So much worse. And then whenever they go to visit Antonu, is that how you say his name? Antonu? He he sees the little dragon and the little dragon's trying to eat everything. Triss warns him that she'll try to bite him, I guess. And he's like, I would be old and gamey to the taste. (laughs) Old people. This line, it took me a minute to understand what was going on. Keth meets Amberglass. It describes her as she had icy gray green eyes, olive skin. It's like, wait, she's green? And then it took me a minute. Oh, olives can be black too. Wait a minute. (laughs) For a minute, my mind registered it as green olives. And I'm like, this woman has green skin? That's weird. Well, I think olive skinned is also a term that's used to describe Mediterranean. Primarily more deals with like undertones of darker shades of skin. You can be a light skinned olive complexion person, but you can also be a dark skinned olive complexion person. So it's more undertones. And then I think Jamshida, Don Speaker, and Nico have a thing going on. So this is yet another book where the teacher has something going on with somebody. She smiles with a smile that Kath judged too warm for a woman who addressed a mere colleague. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. So Nico and Don Speaker definitely have something going on for sure. We'll, we'll have to see if Tris uh, pushes them together. That'd be cute. He needs something. Like He's much too strict, always involved in like books and such. Take a break, dude. Enjoy okay. life a little bit. Nico is autistic as hell. Mannerisms, the hyperfixations, the the way he retains knowledge. This man is autistic. His ability to see into the future. Yeah. Yes, that too. <laughs> we call that common sense. And most autistic people have it in spades. But And then the whole interaction uh, between Keth and Nico is just great. <laughs> Nico's just like, oh, there's there happens to be a uh, lightning mage here. And Keth gets all excited. His brain was racing with new ideas. His problem had a name and a solution right here. Like, <laughs> uh, you're in for Not it. A storm coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then while he's talking to him too, Keth sees that there's a glint of mischief in the mage's eye, one that he did not understand. Like, <laughs> Nico knows. He knows what's up. And it's hilarious. Yeah. And and then both of them realizing who is at the door and who they're going to be meeting 
is great too. Them screaming you at each other. Great. I thought it was very interesting that Antonu, he's talking about like, oh, these people and their science and about like basically about like why it's all why it's important to be superstitious therians are very superstitious and i enjoyed him like criticizing people and their science especially because in the last episode or two i made connections between therios and greece and we think of greece as being like the the seat of education and all of this and like no no we're all about our superstitions Little Bear was as convinced as Chime that there was no harm in trying to eat everything at least once. Triss has discovered she has a dog. I also like that it's talking about Little Bear barking at everything. It does not say Little Bear. It says the bear. Apparently Triss refers to him sometimes as the bear. Also, this reminds me of Artemis. Somebody moved two inches I must go bark for 10 minutes. I think of Osiris, but yes, also the fish jumped in the lake five miles away and Osiris has to let everybody on the planet know. The Askadasi drove Dama crazy with their secrecy. I imagine there's a reason for that. Granted, it's incredibly difficult to solve crimes in this city, even when you're trying to. But as we've seen, people don't really give a shit about them. So... I can very much see why they don't want to talk to the police. I also wrote that I thought it would be very interesting to see Daja in this setting. See, that's kind of what my my uh, whole thought has been <clears throat> rereading this is like, because Daja holds her tradition mm-hmm. and like how many of them actually conflict. So I know they have a very similar thing about the dead and those who are around the dead. And so like, what meshes and what clashes and then just to add on to this it says Dama risked dragging all of his kinsmen everyone who had contact with him or his immediate family into exile or worse into the ranks of the Prathmuni so it is better to be exiled than to be Prathmun you got anything to add Andy I see that Nico Nico like smirk on your face like just I, I genuinely, like, want to talk about how we, we kind of mentioned it, it's like sitting at the Dean. I just feel that this guy has gone through and spent his entire fucking day, and they basically are just like, oh, well, you got to come back tomorrow. We can't do anything for you. And it's like, bitch, I've been here all day. I got shit to do. You have to imagine this poor guy has just been doing his own thing. And this fucking 14-year-old walks in, ruins his life, triggers his PTSD, and now he's got to go do all of this shit. And these people who are supposed to be helping are absolutely zero help. And then Nico comes in and is like, oh yeah, I totally could help you. And then he pairs it with the fucking 14-year-old. And then he gets stabbed in the face with glass. Can you just imagine the... 48 hours this man has had. I feel bad for Keth, but part of me is starting to wonder if he is possibly tied in with this killer person. Because how would he know how to... Uh, I don't know. The, the ball has the crime scene in there, and how is he able to do that? So I know all, 
this book has to have a weird twist. So maybe her student is the killer. That would be terrible. I would hate it. Hey, that's a stretch <laughs> even for you, Brittany. Hey, <laughs> hey, how else does he know the crime scene? You'll go for some stretches, Brittany. That one's a hey. little bit of a big one even for you. <laughs> I, Brittany is hey. currently running a 50% success rate here, okay? I don't think that's what's going to happen. But I mean, I wouldn't put it past Tamara Pierce. All four of these books kind of follow the same path. And I'm like, okay, how do I make this one a little more interesting, a little bit different since all four of these are following the same little path like okay how do I make this one different I know I'll make the student the killer this time to see if Tris can kill her own student <laughs> that would be terrible but he's got to be tied in with him somehow to be able to like make the crime scene I don't know it's crazy well he is tied in in the sense that uh he knows one of the victims well yeah he knows one of the victims but like how how was he able to just like make the crime scene without seeing said crime scene? So I'm just gonna throw this out here. How does Nico know what's gonna happen? How does Trish hear shit? <sighs> Ooh, so he has future vision too. He's gotta be taught by Trish and Nico. I'm just saying, like, magic works weird. That's true. And Nico can see the future. So I know that Tris was saying something about like seeing things on the wind too and how she was upset that that wasn't going to happen. So maybe Kath knows how to do that as well, maybe. (laughs) Oh, real quick. There's one that I didn't mention. The scene with the maid freaking out because of the dragon reminded me of the scene of the maid that was freaking out about Frostpine being naked in the fire. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even think of that, but yes. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, It's a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Part two is reading like a dedicate. This is where we look for a theme or a message in the chapter. What theme or message did you find in this chapter? Patience, I guess, because Kes had to deal with a whole lot whole whole lot in this chapter poor guy and he was patient through the whole thing so I would have to say patience would be a major theme of this one that would have been pissed I mean he he got mad at the end but like he got mad at the end end when they told him to come back like spent the whole day there I would have been pissed after like two after three like, hours yeah, after two three people out of it and just like are y'all gonna figure anything out y'all gonna not? help me or not uh, yeah. y'all aren't helping me do anything like oh uh, you've seen a couple people go eat lunch you'll be fine come back and then oh you saw a few more people uh whatever you can come back tomorrow you're you're only missing out on work it's fine he's missing out on a full day of work mm-hmm. and like the way that america works you must stay at work. You don't pay a bill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he, he talks about it a little bit. Like, I've got debts to pay. I've got work to do. I can't just keep doing this. You don't work. You don't eat. Yeah. Just, sorry, but that's okay because him getting a teacher is more important, even if it takes a week because they don't care. I wrote questions or the unknown because nobody can figure out what the fuck is up with cat's magic. Tris can't find an answer to prove to herself that Keth will get a teacher and Dama can't solve the murder. So there's just a lot of like people wanting answers and searching for answers and not getting answers. The theme that I found was new ways of thinking. Antonu lamenting the rise of reason and the decline of religion in the uh, new generation. I feel like that's uh, probably been a constant in society as long as society has been a thing. Right, at least when science started relied on more than just uh, you know, oh, let's pray for rain because our crops need it and we don't know how to get rain. When Tris thinks about how lightning melts glass and how a glass mage can combine the two, I think that was Tris. Um, it's it's something that doesn't really make sense, but you know, it's it's they're gonna have to figure it out because there's someone who right. can clearly do both. Tris saying, new learning never hurt anyone. Kind of self-explanatory. Um, and Amberglass being stumped by the lightning ball that Kef created. Um, she literally doesn't know what to do with it, so she passes them on to someone else, and she's like, this is out of my depth. I can't. She can't figure it out. So, on to someone else. So, mine's kind of a tie-off of that one, actually. 
looking for other solutions. I mean, Nico walks in and is like, hey, I've got your answer. He's gone in and looked. Spent all day dealing with people who don't have answers. And here comes just this random person who's like, hey, I got you. I got all of you covered. Don't worry. Also, don't trust people with mischievous smirks. They know more than you, and it's not going to end well for you. Probably not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly that, Holly. <laughs> I will I mischievously smirk at you in the ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. Ah, jeez. Don't trust them. Don't trust them, Brittany. <laughs> Part three is Reading Like a Mage. This is where we use the text to craft magic in our own lives. What magic were you able to craft out of this chapter? My personal magic is don't let tradition stifle progress. Um, mm. I know that Amen. sounds kind of very progressive, and <laughs> it is. <laughs> there's, there's a point where some of the older traditions can just really I think of like medical like vaccines germ theory washing your hands not keeping the blood of patients that you've worked on earlier on your apron while you're working on new patients just because that stuff is tradition and used to be used and at points used to be like a sign of respect to show oh look how many surgeries I'm doing I'm covered in blood and guts and shit um it's not good <laughs> there was a time where you know bacteria wasn't considered because it i guess people didn't know about it but it was also stifled by tradition and it I, I, you just kind of think of the amount of lives lost by people not keeping up with like the most up-to-date standards of care and i mean there's a million other things you can apply this to but i i'm very much in the camp of progression as opposed to just sticking with what works and there's easier and better ways to do things and it's more conducive to society in my opinion to, to go with the new stuff than stick with the old stuff tradition isn't always right in agreements with the, i can't spend my life here waiting like a pet dog aren't you people supposed to help i'm trying to think of a good way to word this that doesn't sound like an asshole be sympathetic to people this is the whole conversation that's gone on at this point. Everybody's kind of callous and like, whatever, you're not my problem. You have to be sympathetic to people and their problems because it might not be a big deal to you, but it's world ending to somebody else. Just because you don't have to deal with the problem and you might not have the answers. All you have to do is be like, I understand this is a stressful time. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to do everything I can. I've been dealing with this a lot in personal life anyway. <clears throat> like just the the shit's going wrong and nobody is helping and everything's gone wrong and you just scream, I quit, and your boss freaks the fuck out that happened on Monday. Screamed, I quit at my boss. And she was like, What? Don't you can't quit. Watch me. <laughs> I'll be back on Friday. I quit. <laughs> it costs you zero dollars to not be an asshole. It costs you a whole zero dollars to just be like a decent human being and try and be sympathetic to somebody who is having a terrible day. It doesn't cost you anything. Yeah, you might get annoyed. Yeah, you might be frustrated as well. Can't just be 
callous and rude and hateful to somebody you don't know just because they're trying to get answers and you don't have them. You stole mine. That's exactly <laughs> <what> <laughs> 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 don't be a dick. Yeah, be sympathetic because um, exactly what you said uh, might not be a problem to you, but it could be a problem to somebody else. Um, and uh, might be sympathetic towards that. I wrote, don't get cocky. I think this probably mostly applies to Triss in this chapter because she's like, oh, well, I won't have to take care of this person. And even in the early chapters, she's just like, he must be a mage with a teacher because he's doing magic and all of this. And now she's going to have to completely rewrite her interpretation. Don't get cocky. Don't assume you know everything because as soon as you do that, you will find out just how little you know. We like to end our episodes with an excerpt from the following chapter. So this is an excerpt from chapter four of Shattered Glass. But she's a student, he protested to Nico. Students don't teach. It's unusual, Jimshita said, her voice comforting. But lightning magic is so rare. Jimshita and Keth had made an understandable mistake. Normal mage students got their credential in their 20s and taught only after that. Triss and her two foster sisters and her foster brother were unique. They had mastered their power when they, ha- when they were all 13 or so. Winding Circle had given them their mage's medallions, spelled so that o- until they were 18, the four would forget they had them unless asked to prove they were mages. It was a useless exercise. Triss's ability to see magic and detect metal meant she always knew what she wore. Now she glanced at Nico. He nodded. Triss set aside the bomb, reached under her collar, and drew out the ribbon from which her medallion hung. The metal circle had a silvery sheen to it, but it was a blend of silver and other metals. The spiral sign for winding circle was stamped on the back to show where Triss had earned it. Triss's name and Nico's were inscribed on the edges at the front of the medallion. Student and principal teacher. At the center, small but clear to the eye, the Smith Mage Frostpine had engraved a tiny volcano, a lightning bolt, a wave, and a cyclone to show where Triss's weather magic worked. She hated bringing it out where people could see it. It felt too much like bragging. If she's a mage, why do I never see her with a mage kit? demanded Keth. You both carry yours, even though you're just attending a conference. He pointed through the door to the hall where Jumshida's and Nico's mage kits fitted into nicely looking packs, lay on a table. Triss let go of her medallion and picked up the bomb again. She dabbed more on Kat's wounds. I carry a mage kit all the time, she replied, squinting to get the bloody spots under his short cropped gold hair. She pointed to her head with the hand that held the cotton. Right there. Your skull is your mage kit? Asked Keth. Triss scowled at him, though her touch remained gentle. My braids, Kathleen, she replied. She sat back with a sigh. She thought she had gotten every puncture. The ones she had tended first were already healed. By morning, he wouldn't know he'd been hurt. Briar, her foster brother, brewed good medicines with his plant magic. I store power in my braids for when I need it. They hold it because I pin them in certain patterns. She held the balm aside and pointed to the thickest braid. It ran from the middle of her forehead to the nape of her neck. Earth force here bled out a few earthquakes. Tidal force in these braids. She touched two on each side of her head. If I'm tired, I can draw a little strength off these, or a lot, depending on what I need. 
And then you collapse after you run out of it, Nico said. Actually, you collapse once you use any of your braids but the little ones. Trish shrugged and, and quoted a great aunt's favorite saying, all business requires some risk. She looked back at Kathleen and saw that he didn't believe her. These, she indicated four more braids, two on each side of her head, are heavy lightning. The two by my face are just for quick things. Like shocking me, Kath said dryly. Chime voiced a shushing sound that Tris thought was probably a hiss of warning. I did tell you to stop, she reminded Kath. If I'd known you were afraid of lightning, I might have used something else, but you rushed me. Any other braids I ought to know about? Kath wanted to know, smiling indulgently. Oh, there's a few wind ones in there, some heat ones, no rain, sadly. It makes me go all frizzy. Then power starts leaking out through the loose hairs. It's hard enough keeping everything smooth with lightning in my braids as is. Tris spoke in her, matter in her most matter-of-fact voice. He probably thinks Nika won't ruin the joke about weather in my hair by telling the truth, she thought. That's all right. If I have to teach him, and I do know how few lightning mages there are, it won't go well if he's afraid of me. Aww. Reading Circle Temple is produced by us. Molly. Brittany. Indy. And Goodwin. If you like the show, tell your friends about us. If you don't like the show, tell your enemies. You can also help people find us by leaving a rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Find all our episodes at our new home on Acast. Shows.acast.com slash Reading Circle Temple. Shake it us. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com. You can also follow Reading Circle Temple on Instagram, Tumblr, and Facebook. And you can join our Reading Circle Temple Facebook group. To find us on Twitter, tweet at Reading Temple. A special thanks to Yellows for Happy for our artwork. You can find more of their art by following Yellows for Happy Draws on Tumblr and Shannon and Draws on Instagram. Another special thanks to Brittany's brother, Thomas Dick, for our theme music. You can find more of his music by following Thomas Dick on SoundCloud. Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing The Circle of Magic, and thanks to you for listening. Let's all have coffee next week. See, what you two don't realize is that now I'm just harassing Indy in the secret chat. Yeah. <laughs> Indy will be like, I'm just trying to be a pest, or I'm going to lead them off course by saying this. And then I go, or are you really leading them off course? Mm. Mm. It's great. I love it. I love having all of the power. It's going to go to my head. I've realized I'm a control freak just from this conversation. <laughs> I don't like not having all the answers. <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.